sang this song to me There was a message in his melody Sweetest lyrics that I ever heard There's a message in the songs I heard Tomorrow is another day Living is the only way Tomorrow's gonna ever come Listen to the words of the song Everything gonna be Everything is gonna be And welcome to A Sip of Inspiration. I'm Stephanie Wilson Coleman, known as the Empowerment Doctor. And today's session is going to be with William Patrick. Uh, as you all can see the title on the screen, it says Intuitive Visions with William Patrick. And for those who know me really well know I love intuitive psychics and energy healing because I think that this world would just not be as exciting as it would be. And you do need some... You do need some people sometimes that can help you navigate all of the things that are going on in your life. So before we get started, we got to do a little bit of housekeeping. I want to thank my sponsor, Rise. As you all know, they have sponsored every segment, and I am incredibly excited to have them. So, and their logo is when you need a supply company to rise to your needs, call Resource Industrial Supply and Equipment. And they have been really good to me, and I'm sure that they have, they will be good to all of you guys if you need any help. So joining me is William Patrick, and I have a little bio, and I'm just going to say a little thing about him, and I'm going to allow him to finish and to fill us in where we need to be filled in, but he started his journey for, at four years old when he first saw the mother Mary standing at his bedroom door. Now, I don't know about you all, but I don't know that I'd have been okay with that. So we had to talk a little bit about that and how that worked and everything. But then after that, he started seeing many, many more visions and they started coming true. So I think that that was his first clue that he had a little something special going on. So he says that he was amazed at what he could do. And sometimes even today, it is still hard to believe. So these gifts were passed to him. And here he is to serve humanity for the greater good of people, the planet and the universe. Now he's formally trained in everything he practices and only operates within goodness and love. So William's guides are the highest vibration and are here to serve and help, er, help him. And our guides are here, too, to serve and help us. We just don't trust course, them. We yeah. trust him. So we're going to learn a little bit about that today. Yeah. And, their, and their purpose is to help us along the path, as he says, freedom, freedom excuse me, peace, prosperity, and wisdom. Yes. So thank you for joining me. I'm really excited to have you. As I've been looking forward to this. My pleasure. I'm very excited as well. Good. So... How did you first, first off, that first vision you had of seeing mm -hmm. Motherhood, how did you feel? Did you question it? Were you a little afraid? I wasn't afraid at all. I was like actually very excited when I saw the vision. It, mm -hmm. it was so beautiful just at my door. And it was, uh, she was in, it was like, she was like golden light. So it was really, really beautiful. Um, I just remember telling my parents and they're like, you have, you had a vision. And they, um. They said it might have been like it might have been Mother Mary. So I was, she she looked like Mother Mary. So I always thought it was Mother Mary. But it could have it could have also been like an angel or something. But 
it looked like Mother Mary. And it was like so beautiful, golden light, um, just at my door. Um, and I just remember laying in bed and just looking at the beautiful vision. It was really awesome. Oh, wow. God, I know that sometimes people see things and I don't have that gift of seeing, so I see very little, but I do, sometimes I see things that like, like, like the other day, like six hmm? red cardinal birds. It's like, who sees Oh, that? yeah. And mm. I said, God, there are six of them. I didn't even know there was six on the earth oh, and they're yeah. all right here. So yeah, we, if we, if we all pay attention, you'd be surprised mm -hmm. what we get. Those are definitely signs. Birds are big signs, like eagles, definitely any like red cardinals or bluebirds are mm -hmm. big, big signs. So pay attention to those. <laughs> Pay attention to those. <laughs> so when did you start to actually trust your psychic abilities? Well, m when my mom passed away, I um, started meditating. And I guess my my really my first like what, what they would call psychic experience or um, spiritual experience was when I astral traveled. Um, basically, you come out of your body and you visit the astral plane. So I went on a big, I went on a big adventure of the astral plane, which are different uh, spirit realms that I visited, and and I met with guides and different visited land uh, like a land of flowers and a land of mushrooms, and um, I was able to fly around the universe on these golden hoverboards. It was really wild. Um, so that I guess that's the first thing. I was so amazed that I could do that. Um, Anything before that was kind of like, I wasn't sure, like even mm -hmm. like when I had that vision and then I would dream about like people right before they, they passed away, like the night before. And I still was like, oh, maybe it's coincidence because I was, I was kind of programmed for my parents. So I would talk to some of that stuff about them and even seeing like uh, spirits when I was really young, I, um, I told my parent, my parent, my mom, and she's like, oh no, those are just imaginary friends, but they were like so real. So but I didn't start to trust it till probably that moment because I, I was an adult at that time. And I was like, wow, I was like, I could really, I really just did that. And it was just so amazing. Um, oh, yeah, that's, that was the first thing. <laughs> then, I, mm, then I started seeing auras and things like that. So it was kind of a slow progression before I did, was doing readings and things like that. But I was starting to see people's auras. And by that time, I'm like, all right, like I can really see these. And I started to believe more. And then, um, then I, um, what happened was I um, was seeing a psychic at the time. And she's like, oh, you definitely have a gift. She says, you should look into that. So um, to make a long story short, I um, was, um, she gave me meditations to do. And then during the meditations, my friend's dad, who had passed away, appeared in front of me, like during the meditation. And then later that day, um, when I was driving, I had, I had like, um, um, my uncle's mom who had passed, like came through, she showed me rosary beads. My friend's dad came back through and someone else. And I'm like, all right, everybody back off. And then from there, I told her what happened. She's like, oh, you should really develop those skills. So the first thing I did was take a mediumship course. And then I took other courses after that. And then I opened my practice. <laughs> so in these classes that you take, so, mm -hmm. and you have a lot of different visions. Do you decide like which 
course or which path you want to take or do you just mm-hmm. embrace embrace all yeah. the ways that the uh that this universe unfolds to you? I, I started I started with mediumship, which is okay. communicating with passed away um, people have passed because uh, that's what happened during my meditation. So it's the first thing I did. And then I started like doing readings for free for my friends. But from there, I did other I took other courses like I started. I took a tarot course and, and tarot came really natural to me. So those are the first two things I did. And then I expanded from there. <laughs> So when the people come to you, do you ask them to come or do do people sometimes come to you to pass messages to other people? Because not all of us are open to the communication that people who've gone on to the next realm would like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, every once in a while, someone will come and um, like I have a client that will always um, like want me to do like a mediumship. Like she's like a client that's in like comes to me a lot and she wants me to like tap into someone for her mom, you know, a friend that passed and, and stuff like that. So every, every once in a while that does happen. But most of the time it's people that they're ready to communicate um, with their loved one that has passed because um, you have to be ready for something like that. Like a lot of people are just not ready for that. So <laughs> they're very oh, emotional. Wow. Yeah, it's a very emotional experience. Most of the time, people like my clients, uh, people sit in front of me will, will cry during the, you know, during the session um, because it's so emotional. So you have to be ready for it. Uh, and then you have to realize it is an emotional experience, a very special experience. I can imagine it is. Um, so do you, so when you're speaking to someone who's, who's crossed over already, mm-hmm. Do they have do they have questions or just the person the human? Sometimes, being? yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they have questions. Most of the times, they'll they'll show like some kind type of confirmation. I'll see a bunch of visions, mm-hmm. yeah, but sometimes they'll ask questions as well. Or if they don't like something that's going on, they'll they'll say it or they'll show <laughs> me something. <laughs> yep, that does happen a lot. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Guess you're there are no danger of being killed again, right? <laughs> they can kind of say what they want to say, right? Oh, we you're my mother now. So, <laughs> so, how did you? So, it sounds like so it, it sounds like it chose you, and now you've you're just perfecting how you would uh how you would do it. And so do you prefer one one type of, of mediumship or psychic technique over another? Not really. I just, whatever the person was going to help them the most, you know? Okay. If I do healings, like if they need a healing, I want to do a healing for them. Or if they want to communicate with a loved one, I can do that or do tarot. Like I don't really have much of a preference. Okay. It's whatever helps the, the client. You know. Okay, that's fantastic. Which is good because that kind of gives me a break. I'm not doing the same thing all the time, too. You know. Right. I was just gonna say that keeps yeah. it interesting. So you're yeah. not just doing the same thing all the time. Right. <laughs> it right. doesn't doesn't go like okay, I've been to this realm thirty times. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I want to do something different. Right. <laughs> yeah. so, 
So what are some of the top questions people ask when working with you? Well, usually if it's like a tower reading, this just came to me, it's usually like relationship, career, um, relationship and career are big. Um, you know, what's coming up in their lives, you know, what can they do to improve their lives um, and get the, the, the things that they want. Um, and that, that's, a, that's a lot of it during like a tower reading. Um, during a mediumship reading, it really could be anything that's, related to the um you know they just really want to communicate with the loved one but um yeah as far as tarot it's always like career relationship um you know um what should they do what's their next move you know and um you know a tarot reading will really help with that so have you found that some of the people kind of sort of already know what they should be doing oh yeah they just want permission to move yep. forward. So All the time. i said they want somebody to blame it on if it doesn't work out <laughs> <laughs> i always felt like not always but a lot of the time like during a reading i already know the answer to this you already know you already know you're just looking for confirmation like yeah and that that's true you know that is absolutely true i was like i already know the answer and i'll just say it like while i'm pull, pulling the cards <laughs> <And they'll laugh>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so in this life how do we know if we're following if we're on the right path because mm -hmm. that's a lot of what people are concerned with like the world seems to be in mm -hmm. such a ball of confusion now that was mm -hmm. small, you know? <laughs> yeah yeah it really is so how do you know when you're on the right path and then are we experiencing things we're supposed to be experiencing so it's all of this here. Yeah. I think your emotions play a big part of it. Like, how do you feel inside? You know, how do you feel inside? You know, what you're, is what you're doing, like, is it for the greater good? That's another thing. Are you helping people? Or are you hurting people? Are you being selfish? Um, of course, you should do things for yourself. But, like, how do you feel inside? Um, mm -hmm. You know, as far as your purpose and your mission, like, is it, is it part of you, your soul? You know, uh, mm -hmm. do you feel like, um, energized about what you do? Maybe if it's for a living or whatever, like, do you feel energized? Do you feel it's like connected to your, what your soul wants, what you really want to do? You know, if you're going to work every day or doing things that you truly don't like, yeah, you're probably on the wrong path. So I say follow your emotions is a, is a good uh, indicator um, of like which way to go. And then after you meet with some of these people, do you find that they still don't follow your advice? Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> and some of, some of the people I see like around town and stuff, and I was just like, I told you, I, <laughs> I told you. Because they'll tell me, oh, this happened. I say, remember I told you? They're like, yeah, but, you know, but that's all right. Everyone has their own lessons to learn. And, uh, you know, maybe they needed to go through that to learn, learn the lesson for themselves. Yes, that's true. That's true. So... <clears throat> How do we deal with negative negative energy? Because a lot of people seem to be there's a lot of conversation on social media about it. Mm -hmm. People seem to be having more and more negative conversations and mm. finding 
they spend more time finding things that are wrong instead of things that are right. And when mm -hmm. we do that, how does that affect us being able to experience the greater good that we were put here to experience? Yeah. So some people just thrive off that, I find. So maybe that's just part of their journey. But if you don't want the negative energy around, like there's a couple of things you can do. All right. So I'm, a, I'm an empath. So I know a lot about this. So you, if you're in a place where you're feeling negative, you, you have the choice. You have the choice to leave that place or not to um, or something on social media. Scroll past it. Don't get involved in conversations like going back and forth, you know, with whatever it is, if it's going to lower your vibration, um, just don't go there. You don't have to participate in that. Um, it's your journey. It's your, um, this is your life and you're only here for so long to create. So you don't want to go down those, those, um, those small paths that get you, you know, they'll get you off balance, you know? Um, and it's not the biggest deal in the world, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's good. It definitely affects you. Um, but then when you get better at things like better with your energy, um, you can be in a place where it's, where it's negative and you can just, you don't have to leave, but you're not, you're not going to participate in, you'll be in your own little like kind of bubbles type thing. You know, because you can't always leave, but you can. You can, but you can't, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can, but you can't. I don't I I I I don't know if it was how I was raised, but uh if those aren't my opinions, so it's like mm -hmm. they can be as negative and they can live over there as much as they want to. I don't have to yeah. live over there with them. Right, exactly. Um, right. And I don't, and I know how to end the conversation if when it gets too much. And without yeah. being mean about it, I think right. lately some people are mean spirited because they just don't know any other way to express right. themselves. And since mm -hmm. we, since most of us can't look into that person's being, mm -hmm. you just don't know what else they're going through. Exactly. So you, it's important not to judge, mm -hmm. and the, if, these, if whoever is being negative, it's more important not to judge them and just like have compassion. Um, not everyone's at the same level and you don't know what people are going through and how they deal, deal with things. Um, and true. a lot of it's just society, the way, you know, we were conditioned, you know, um, as a whole, you know, so. Yeah. So when people are dealing with negative energy, what are some easy ways other than when you can't remove yourself when you from can't the remove situation to, uh, to actually deal with it? Yeah, I mean, you can try to change the subject um, because usually if you're trying to not have negative energy, it's the other person, like maybe talking about something. Um, and if you can't change the subject and you can't get out of the conversation, the, the best thing you can do is have compassion and change your perspective to this is for me to listen to this person so they can vent and I'm here for them. Um, that's I think that that's very helpful. And I, I, I've been doing that. <laughs> uh, actually, I, I, I really agree with that. That is a way mm. sometimes people just need to get it off of their mind. Yeah. 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 They need to hear it themselves because they, exactly. and, and I've often found that in the midstream of them spewing whatever, yep. 
they change it and grow and you see all of that. Yeah. All you did was say, okay, so tell me about that. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. You're just listening and then they right. just get it off. Yeah. Right. It's like a release of, of tension from their, their being. <laughs> right. And I don't know that we have any, it's almost appears we don't have many safe, safe spaces to just release and get it out. So. Yeah. Ah. It's yeah. true. That's true. So I recommend journaling for those of you who have all that stuff bottling mm -hmm. up. You got to get it out. Yep. Absolutely. Try talking to the mirror because some people, other folk don't want to hear it. So just try yeah. talking to the mirror. Absolutely. Journaling is very, very helpful. I have a lot of my clients journal because I'll do like um, like personalized programs, which is like a coaching. And I have like anyone in my programs, I always have them journal. So mm -hmm. let's talk about your programs and how many you yeah. offer. You offer a lot of things on the website. It's really interesting. Yeah. So um, I do personalized programs. I was just speaking about. So that could be whatever the person's going through. A lot of the time, mm -hmm. that would be like uh, relationships, whether it's improving their relationship or um, finding um, finding a relationship, um, and what might be the what might be blocking the person from um, finding the relationship or what might be blocking the person from, you know, not being in a great relationship or do they, should they leave the relationship? What should they do? What's their, you know, and uh, journaling is a big part of it, uh, especially manifestation journaling where um, I'll have them write down like what, what they want, but it's like they already have what they want. Cause I want them to get into the, that vibration of uh, like they already have that thing that they're looking for or that person they're looking for. Um, Cause a lot of things like you as within, so without, so you're going to attract like what you are inside. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, that's, a, that's a lot of my programs. Um, I'll also um, a little bit more advanced program. I'll teach like what I do. I'll kind of teach it to, to people that have some abilities um, that's another thing I do is to, to, um, uh, enhance their intuition, um, uh, maybe teach them cards if they're interested in that. It's, they're very personalized. So it's kind of whatever their, their goal is, but it's obviously it's going to be something spiritual. You know, I also teach astral travel, um, to certain people. Oh, it um, like yeah, <laughs> it is, it is, it is. And then, uh, my readings are, um, Oh, I still do healings. So those are energy healings, which uh, are very, very helpful for people um, where I'll, re I'll remove like uh, negative entities or things that just don't belong, don't belong there. Uh, parasites and things like that. Um, and then I'll, uh, my readings, it's, I do mediumship, I do tarot, I do um, past life readings, I do um, Akashic Records. Uh, what else do I do? I do a couple more. <laughs> I should do uh, it all. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I teach Kundalini yoga. Um, ah. mm -hmm. so, yeah, I can imagine. You you could walk in some rooms and you would want to turn around right away. Like, some, yeah, sometimes. Sometimes I'll be, I'll be somewhere like, oh, I don't know. I'll go the other way. <laughs> or like in a super supermarket or something like There's usually something like that. And I'm really quick with that. I'm like, oh, nope, not that way. <laughs> Oh God, I, I do not like to go to the supermarket either. I don't go. It's too peopley. 
Yeah, and, and I don't, I, I don't think I'm psychic, but this is too much going on. Hmm. Yeah, you're probably, you're probably an, I mean, most likely an empath. That you're definitely an empath. I think. It's like, oh no, I don't know. And I was like, no, I just only wanted, thought I wanted some ice cream. Mm. What if I have to right, go? Right, right. <laughs> well, I'm going to time when you know there's only going to be six people in there, right? Right. That's, that's yeah, the that's pandemic is perfect for me because nobody was in there. Yeah, that's the best time to go. <laughs> yeah. oh. Absolutely. So in blocking relationships, so what do you mm. find are some things that we do that result in relationship blockages? And then how can we unblock those? Uh, do you mean people in a relationship people or relationship, yeah. in the relationship? Or people who are trying to find that relationship, they can never find that perfect relationship. Yeah. They know they're in the wrong one, but they don't want to leave. <laughs> I'll start with... Um, People in a relationship, I find that um, it's usually one person or both part people being too controlling of the other person, and that can like that control factor can can be multiple things. It's just like you know, get you, it's more like I feel like um, both parties um, or even just one party should just allow the other person. It's like a lot of trust, like allow and just trust that person. You know what I mean? If not, you have the choice to get out of the relationship. I mean, that's, that's it. If you, if you don't trust the person, don't be in the relationship, but it goes back to you. Why aren't you trusting? So, um, it, it goes down to that, like trusting and allowing and realizing that, um, you know, you don't own the other person. You don't, um, they're, they're, they're a free, um, a free soul to do it, to do. I mean, obviously there's an agreement being in a relationship about, you know, we're going to do this. We're going to mm -hmm. do that. We're not going to go out of those bounds, but you know, it's more of a trusting, more of an allowing more of, um, just letting that person be and express themselves. Um, and I, I, I also see a lot of, you know, um, people that come to me, they'll say, oh, um, you know, I don't feel like the other person is giving me the intimacy that I'm looking for. All right. Uh, so that I, I, I hear that a lot as well. So that could come down to just a conversation with the person and, and a decision. If you're going to, if, if your needs are getting fulfilled, um, you know, I try to have people, you know, obviously if they're in a healthy relationship, obviously I want them to stay in the relationship, but if they're not, if, you know, I encourage them to try to work it out first, but then, you know, at the end of the day, again, it's your journey and I feel like you should be happy on your journey. Mm -hmm. Um, and a lot of the time it just, it's, it's just about you being happy on your own. A lot of it's like, um, very needy stuff, you know, it's like people can't be alone. I see that a lot too. So it's so like, maybe you should just work on being alone for a little while. Or um, even if you're in a relationship, like maybe like, and the person's working and they're not around, like do something for you by yourself, you know, that way you're fulfilled and you're not like trying to grab this person's energy back to you, you know? Um, so I think that's a lot to do with it is people don't want to be alone um, at all. Um, and they want, you know, the person around, like, maybe not around all the time, but, you know, um, they just can't function alone, you know, um, 
And I think that's a lot of it too. Also like control, um, not allowing the person to be who, you know, the other party to be who they want to be mm-hmm. and, you know, not being able to be alone. But um, yeah, that that's, that's made the main things. But then each situation has the other, everything else, you know, intertwines in their, their, their that personal relationship. Um, but um, as far as not attracting, um, like, the person you're looking for, I feel like a lot of people are just afraid, and they make, um, afraid to put themselves out there, um, afraid to... I feel like a lot of people, like a lot of with my clients, I see them put like their own block, own blocks in the way. Like they'll make excuses of why. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, <laughs> you know, I'm too old. I hear that all the time. Like I'm 40, I'm going to be 45 next month. So a lot of my friends are, you know, obviously the same age. Oh, I'm too old in my forties now. I'm never going to find, like, <laughs> say that you're not. Yeah. It's like, if you say that you're not going to find anyone, you know, I was like, flip that script and say something different. And then they'll just make every excuse. Uh, <laughs> for those of you listening, you're never too old. And you're never too old. You don't want to do. Right? You might. There are some things you might not want to do at a certain age, but you are never too old. You are never. Too, yeah, you're never too old. Right. So never too old. Absolutely not. So, your so how do your sessions usually start, and is there a difference? if you're in person or, or virtually? Well, they're pretty much the same, um, whether they're in, um, whether they're in person or virtually. Um, how do they start? Um, I just kind of get into it. Okay. I, I'll talk a little bit like, uh, you know, just small talk, how you been? And then like, what do you need to, what are you looking to find out? Or who do you want to connect with? And then I kind of just get right into it. Cool. So, yeah. Now people are, everybody seems to be just chasing after money. It's like mm-hmm. everywhere you go, it's like money, mm-hmm. money, money, mm-hmm. money, money, mm-hmm. money, 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 mm-hmm. So what is it do you think that we think that we will experience once we have the money? Because we all know if you don't do the work the right way, you don't keep the money. And if money... Mm-hmm make you happy and you can't take it with you when you leave right so what why do you think we're chasing it like that (laughs) somewhere you must watch television and and somebody and shake your head (laughs) i feel like it's a lot sometimes like a lack mentality like i'm not i don't have enough um but i also people feel like people are stressed out so i mean that's uh, that's a lot of the time a lot of it's that too um but they have like a lack mentality where they need they just need more and they're nervous um, that it's not coming to them. So they're chasing um, and they're kind of forcing it is the problem instead of like just trusting the universe uh, with have just have abundance come to them, which could be in the form of money. Um, and, you know, um, I just feel like money is just a tool um, to, you know, do I mean, you need you need sometimes you need money or you need some sort of abundance to, to come to you, but it's the way, what's your relationship with money? You know, what is, um, how are you looking at it? Um, I feel like, uh, I feel like when I just allow it to come in, it just comes to me and I always have like enough, you know? And then mm-hmm. if I try to force it, it gets taken, like not taken away, but I don't have as much, you know? 
Um, and then that's kind of a lesson. No, like, oh, I need to do this now to get more, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, sometimes it's like a, a poverty mindset, the way, you know, we were conditioned. Some people were conditioned, not everyone, but you know, looking at money like it's evil. It's not evil. It's just, it's just a tool. It's just a form of exchange. Um, so I feel like also like the, the world, like the world is changing. We're going into a new age. So like that greedy stuff is, is, is not going to work anymore. And like, if you get it, you have to be heart centered now to, to receive that money. Um, which is a really good thing. So, I feel like more of a trust in the universe that uh, like a full faith and full trust that the universe is going to take care of you will take care of that. Um, and just, you know, enjoy the ride. <laughs> so how do people start to trust the universe? It seems like mm -hmm. people are, you know, we're doing more and more things. We see all these manifestation techniques. And I mean, I even mm -hmm. have my yeah. own manifestation yeah. techniques. Yeah. Yeah. But, they work for me, um, right? But how do how do how do we get past this? Because the universe will mm -hmm. take care of us, and if we're not yeah. careful, if we're not careful, we're going to mirror this lack across yep. the world. Yeah, and, and and then we're really not going to be having fun. So, say start small, like look at the small stuff. Mm -hmm. um, that the way the universe takes care of you, because if you Sometimes I feel like, or if you if you if you if you go too far with it right away, it's like you're in, you get into the, it's really easy to get into that lack mentality, especially like when you put a goal out there, like a big manifestation. Like after you put it out there, you have to forget about it because um, then you keep thinking about it. You got to notice you don't have it, and then you're in lack mentality. So at first, keep it small, keep it general. Um, I think I feel like um, being grateful for everything that you do have uh, right now um, really helps because that puts you into like kind of a good vibration mm -hmm. um, and into the receiving mode because you're noticing all the good things uh, around you. And that could be as simple as, um, you know, I'm so grateful for the roof over my head. I'm so grateful that I woke up, woke up this morning. If you know, it could be your dog. I'm so grateful for my dog, or whatever it is. Like, I'm so grateful for, um, you know, the tree. Like, I look outside sometimes. Uh, the sun, the sunshine, or whatever it is, and just uh, the trees and, you know, that stuff like puts you in a good vibration. You know, and that gets gets you into that receiving mode where you're not really worried. You're not tight. Um, because that is certainly a money blockage when you get into that, like you feel tight and, um, you know, um, nervous or worried about money, but it's okay. If you do, that's kind of a part of the journey as well. Like it's okay if you feel, if you feel worried, but it's just, we have to work through it slowly and that's fine. You know, you just can't, you can't stay there too long, you know? So... <clears throat> It is. It is a world of duality. So. Right. But, so right. So it's okay. Just <laughs> no. Yeah. No, it's natural for you to feel that way. Yep. Just don't Absolutely. stay there long. Right. Exactly. Yep. Don't stay there long. Okay. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, how do regular, ordinary people realize the gifts that they have? Okay. Um, 
I believe like everyone has like uh, the capability of, you know, of intuition. Um, how do they do it? I think paying attention to the subtleties will really open up that for you. Like the, like the subtleties of your life, you have to be clear to realize it. Because I, I think like, in this world, everyone has so many things going on. Like, oh, I gotta take care of the family, or I gotta, I gotta cook, I gotta do this, I gotta work, I gotta do all this. Like, really slowing down mm-hmm. will like make you notice that you're you do already do have that intuition. Like, um, I feel like a lot of the information will come to me like when I'm driving, and I just notice like the vibe that I'm in, I notice that I'm clear and I'll like see all the, like the flowers of the trees. And then like, I'll get a download, you know, if I'm thinking about, if my mind is going, like, I got to do this, I got to do that. I'm worried about this. I'm worried about my bill, whatever it is, you're not going to get the information. Um, so one thing is like being clear to Mm -hmm. receive, um, to receive information. And then you have to trust that information. So when you, if you do get the information, you have to believe it. So, and it has to be like, once you get it, that's, that's the message. Don't, a lot of people, they do, they'll get the message and then they'll analyze the message. And by the time they finish analyzing, they forgot what the message was in the first place. <laughs> so yeah, it's like the, the first thing is the, is the first thing you receive is the one you want to trust. So that's a good way to start. Okay. Okay, universe, I'm gonna work on that a little bit. Because <laughs> I will get the message. It's clear and it's like, mm. well, you know, I think about this, let's do this, yep. you know, but uh, it knows yeah. I'm a negotiator, so it waits till I'm quiet and it tells me what yeah. to do again, right? So. Yeah, you're letting your mind, uh, um, so it's like the opposite of the mind, you know, the, mm-hmm. you're letting the mind. Um, control it you know what i mean mm-hmm. um or the ego they call the mind ego same thing and what the way i'm trying to explain it um yeah i just i guess the tale will take some practice <laughs> <laughs> so in the manifestation journals and so you mm. mentioned that you have people write about what they want as if they're experiencing it now yes and you know that's hard right Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it can be, yeah, it, yeah, it can be, um, because we tend to look at, I don't have that, I don't mm-hmm. have that. So, what are so how many times a day should they write in their journals? Is there an optimum time? You know, the internet talks about the three, six, nine, the 55, yeah. 55, the 21 days. Now, there's somebody saying, say this 21 times, no, 100 times for 21 days. So what tends to work the best? I would say just a couple times a week, maybe four times a week. And just, just, uh, you know, don't go too crazy. You know, don't go like it's a not doing it a couple of times a week and writing it down, but like making it pretty specific mm-hmm. and just feeling, feel really good when you write it should be enough, okay. you know? That's, and that's I guess it's a personal, it's a perfect personal preference as well. Uh, but I feel like, you know, four times a week, maybe will, is, is, is very helpful. Mm-hmm. And be specific and make mm. sure you are feeling good, right? Be specific. So an example yes. would be like, what would be a good example? People don't like to be specific. So, um, it's kind of like painting a picture of like what you want. Well, let me think for a second. Um, so 
you could say, like, for example, if you say I want a lot of money, like, what's a lot of money? Like, right. that's you're telling the universe, I want a lot of money, but that could be mean different things, you know. So mm -hmm. if you're more specific, I want, you know, I don't know, hundred thousand dollars by, I don't know, four years or something. Like that's more specific and more uh, helpful um, to let the universe know what know what you want. <laughs> Okay, I, I can imagine it saying, "Look, you know, there's no limit on what you could have. Could you help us out?" There's no, yeah, there's there's no limit. It's just a matter of getting into that vibration of, of of that actual, you know, that actual person that you know that you need to be. It's like to receive it, you know. And the the you know the bigger it is, the harder the you know the tougher it is, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why it's like start small until you get really good at it. Yeah, but it is fun. So I it's fun. Yeah, exactly. One that you know do it, and you know if you don't make it the first time, you'll be surprised about what well, you learned, and just keep doing. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And so a lot of the time, people aren't ready for you know that will be like part of the, the journey. Like you might not be ready for the, what is this, let's say it's money. You might not be ready to handle that type of money right now, you know, and you need lessons along the way. Right. So the, everything will play out. You know? <laughs> so today is Valentine's day. So <laughs> how should people use this day <laughs> to benefit their life? Not just their love life and relationship mm -hmm. because they, got to feel good in here too. So what kinds of things should people do today in order to make sure that they are going to put themselves on the path so that every day is kind yeah. of like Valentine's Day, that you yeah. don't have to wait for your Valentine's mm -hmm. day? Right. I would say if you're in a relationship, really appreciate everything that um, your significant other has to offer you and the good things about that person and think about why you're with them, you know, and maybe, you know, maybe there's a part of you that took them for granted. You know, if you've been in the relationship for a long time, just kind of explore that and just be grateful for that person. Um, if you're not in a relationship, I think it's a great time to focus on self-love and really feeling uh, worthy um, that you deserve um, a great relationship. And I think that will be helpful. So tell us some more about the services that you offer, how people can find you and what to expect uh, when they first start to work with you. So um, as far as what I offer, I, I, I do offer like a variety of spiritual services, uh, again, tarot, mediumship, um, um I offer spirit guide. That's the one I forgot. Spirit guide masters, where I I go I go and I communicate with a spirit guide that's an expert in whatever you're trying to find out. Um, past life readings, um, and I do healings. So, I guess it would depend on like what your needs are. Like um, if you're feeling like off, if you're feeling like really anxious or whatever, like you probably need a healing. Or maybe you need a reading because maybe there's something you know what it is that you're anxious about. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, as far as working with me, um, I'm going to take my time. I always like to take my time with my clients and I'm going to make sure you leave satisfied. A lot of the times I even go over the time limit 
just to make sure um, that I provided you with what you needed. You can leave. You can leave with something. You can you can either leave my office or you can get off the Zoom or whatever and feel like, all right, I have a plan of action. Um, and that goes for all you know all of my readings. There's 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 something you're gonna leave with and be able to move forward with uh, that some some sort of advice, some sort of of path. Um, as far as my um, programs. They're all personalized, so it's depending on what you want to learn. So usually for those, I'll have a, um, a discovery call first and find mm -hmm. out, like, you know, what's your goal? What are you what are you trying to accomplish? So that could be improving a relationship. That could be um, improving a, a career path. That could be, um, you know, learning tarot, learning um, astral travel and things like that. So. Wow. So this, when you first did astro travel, it didn't sound like you were afraid. So I wasn't. I wasn't afraid, believe it or not. And I was. That was like a. a that was an amazing experience. Um, um, I thought I was. Uh, I, I. I was at, at the time. I was working in a medical marijuana dispensary, and that's right when my mom passed, and I was meditating all the time, and um, you know, and I. You know, during that experience, I didn't, I wasn't smoke, I didn't smoke anything. I was completely sober. Um, but a medium used to go in, come in there, and I used to talk about meditation with him all the time. And he's like, "Oh, you know, you can go." He said, "You know, you can go to different dimensions, right?" I was like, "Really?" I was like, "I just knew I could do it." At that point, I was already meditating pretty much every day for six months, and I was like, "I can do that." So then I just, um, I put a blanket down on my floor on a Saturday night. Didn't I wasn't I didn't smoke and I was not I was completely sober and I just I just did it. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about meditation because I know sure. where you mm. people say you need to meditate, and some people think you have to be in the one comfortable position with your legs crossed. And so, how does one meditate? Okay. Uh, what should they do to get into meditation? Because if we could get everyone to at least start meditating, that's the beginning mm -hmm. of something. That is the beginning. And that's like, I feel like meditation is like so key because it brings you to the pre that present moment and it puts you uh, in the vibration you need to be in. And it lets, you are able to let go of a lot. Um, honestly, I meditate laying down in my bed when I wake up. I wake up, I lay down in my bed, I put meditation music on. I don't I, I barely, uh, sometimes I get out of bed and I'll, I always, I always meditate laying down, to be honest. Sometimes I'll put a yoga mat down and I'll, I'll lay down into it, but you don't need to be, cross your legs. You don't need to do any, anything like that. Uh, I would suggest being, being in a comfortable, comfortable position. Um, sometimes depending on the type of meditation, if I'm doing like a dumping out of energy mm -hmm. that then I'll like, I'll sit straight and I'll put my hands out and my feet on the floor. Um, so that's usually like if I'm dumping out negative energy or if I want to get like grounded, um, you know, my, my shoes off and feet on the floor. But, um, you know, as far as like getting into it, you know, just, it's just like anything else, just like research it, um, and just try it. You know, a lot of it's breathing, you know, a lot of it's simply just breathing deeply and you know, relaxing your jaw. Like I focus up my third eye and I breathe from the navel and I breathe in through the nose, out through the nose as I 
as I go, get into it, a lot of people breathe in through the nose, out through the mouth, which I'll do the first couple of breaths, but then I move it into, in through the nose, um, out through the nose. With my, I stick my belly way out as far as I can go, and that, and just relax my shoulders and just, you know, relax my jaw, and just like have some music on, you know. And that's all. That's it's really simple. Like a lot of people think they can't do it. I think because like sometimes thoughts come in and that's okay. It's okay if thoughts come in, you know, um, sometimes thoughts are going to come out and you're going to release those thoughts. So. Yes. Thank you for that. Um, no sometimes I fall asleep. So I, but... do I still do. I... <laughs> oh, no, I fell asleep. Then I just, if I wake back up, I just go back. Right. <laughs> yeah, I did learn that it was okay if I fell asleep. And then yeah, I could just wake back up, and it's not. Yeah. A it's like just wake back up. It's time, mm. and it's just ah. Oh. You don't have and to I, make a big. Yep. I've got to stop making a big deal about it. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Right. You're right. It, it's still, just like everything else we do. Like as humans, like we make a big deal of everything, and then everything right. ends up working out. We get nervous for no reason. You know. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> you know. You're right. I stopped making a big deal about it and said, well, you know, God, I, I have terrible sleeping habits anyway. I guess I just need to rest. So, yes. And I, people should do it every day. Um, yeah. Every, yeah. As much as you can. Yeah. You know, I tell my clients, like, if you can't do it every day, do it like four days a week. You know, four to okay. five days a week. Four yeah. or five days a week. Yeah. Because sometimes people just... I, I hear a lot of like the people can't find the time to meditate. Well, wake up early and then, you know, make up 15 minutes early. Just stop at 50, you know, 15 minutes, you know, wake up 15 minutes early. And I don't want to like, I don't want to put too much in my clients either where it's like a bird, you know what I mean? Cause that kind of, you know, kind of defeats the purpose, you know? Well, maybe they like, could trade some of the, time that they're thinking about negative things exactly negative yeah things. yeah i mean if you could do it if you could do it every day i mean that's the perfect scenario yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so for how do people get in touch with you again because we want them to sure. know how to get in um, touch with you so i'm on a bunch of platforms um well, first of all i'll give you my website is uh intuitivevisions.org so um my, my cell phone's on there. You can reach me by my cell. That's one way. Um, most people uh, contact me on Instagram, and that's Intuitive Visions 401, Intuitive Visions 401. Uh, and I'm also at, on TikTok, at Intuitive Visions. And then um, on Facebook, William Patrick. Um, on Facebook, you probably have to put my name and then the the town I'm in, you want to put Providence, Rhode Island or North Providence, Rhode Island, uh, if you can't find me. Oh, wow. Rhode Island. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when people come to you, how do, do you have them do work beforehand or do you just start the conversation when they reach out to you? Um, you mean during a uh, before a like session? I don't have them. No, I just have them come to me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you don't have to be afraid that you're gonna have to do a lot of work beforehand. No, no, you have to do anything. You just have to come to me. Let me let me know what's going on, and then we'll 
get into whatever's going to help you the most. Uh, if you're in a program with me, um, there is like, like I, I do give you some homework, like journaling and things like that. Okay. For if you're in a program. Okay. So, uh, so when you go back into past life journaling with people, do most people find that helpful? Are they able to get unstuck? Are they able to glean new information about what they need to do differently? A path, uh, a past life reading. Yeah, past life readings. Yeah, uh, things will come up, and like, it's my past life readings are more like you'll, you know, it shows you like what you were, what you did, you know, what are, what are the trends. Um, but it can be such, um, and past life reading could be like one life they were this, and then they were something else, another life. Um, a lot of the times they were spiritual and practiced you know, the spiritual thing. So that would show that they would want to go on a spiritual path. Uh, maybe they did something, you know, maybe they were a criminal in their past life. That happens a lot too. So there's all types of things that happen in past lives. So you could be an accountant, you could be a criminal in one life, and then an accountant, then a cowboy, like it all depends. But usually there's, um, we can come up with some type of lesson or some type of, um, you know, this is why you may feel like this now. But I always remind people, too, this is your life now. So you can create it any way you want. But it's good to know, like, you know, why you may feel like this. It could be from the past. Yes, it could be from a past life. Mm -hmm. Okay, but the past life is not controlling this life now. It no. Has no real power over this life. No, no. Um, not if you let it, you know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So do you let some, some people say it's past life karma, which, yeah, that's true to an extent. Um, but I, you control this life. You're, the, you're here now. You can control this life. So um, you don't have to let the things in your past life affect you, even though they, they may a little bit, you know. Okay. Like if, if you got, if you got um, killed in a past life, you may be nervous, like driving home or something, and you may like look in your rearview mirror when you pull, you know. But that's something we could explore. You know, you don't have to be nervous about that. You know? <laughs> okay. Well, I thank you for that. This has been a great. This has been a great interview, and I have learned oh, thank a you. whole lot about this. Oh, great. I I I actually like the idea of uh, being able to sit down with someone and just explore. All this because hmm. I believe that we were here before and yes. you know, we're going to oh, be definitely. here again. Mm -hmm. and, oh, yeah. and I think that that's, that's nice to know. And then maybe we can stop being so nervous about things. Yeah, just, exactly. Because it's like it never ends. So there's nothing to be nervous about. Like it, right. it, it never ends. Hmm. It, right. never, it ends. never ends. We get to come <laughs> back differently. Uh, I know that there's some psychics there were before who say you could even go back that you can even, it's easier than we think to go back to some of the temples and 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 do some of the healing and learn. But we think that that's like so far away that you can't get there. So when you take people to those places, what is mm -hmm. their first reaction? So I know mine would be, oh, wow. Oh, when I take them back. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. Yeah. Oh, they're just like, oh, my God. It's like a me. Like sometimes people are 
I go to their life on a different planet, <laughs> you know? So it's like, they're like, oh my God, you know, it's like amazing, you know? So, or they could have been the, sometimes they, uh, some of the, some of the people have been, they were elemental spirits before in a different kind of dimension. Yeah. All kinds of stuff. <laughs> Oh, wow. I bet you're constantly amazed. This has got to be oh, yeah. exciting for you. <laughs> they, we always hear that everybody's different, but you really know how different they are. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. So I want to thank you very much for joining us tonight. Thank you. I want um, everyone to know that even in this life, you have more control over what happens than you would possibly believe you do. Absolutely. So, so take some of these tips here from the day and start having better yeah. control over your life and start trusting that there is a presence. There's lots of presence mm -hmm. that are there to guide you along the way. And maybe you can stop being so hard headed and start listening. Yeah. 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 Stop being so, let's stop being so sad. I do it sometimes too. So, yeah. But I, you know, uh, probably less than others, I would think, but there's nothing so that serious going on. It always ends up working out one way or another. Just change your perception, stay in the present moment, and then you'll see how things work out for you. Yes. Uh, there was some research um, several years ago that says that 96% of what we worry about never happens. Mm, of course. Yeah. So 96%. Yeah. Look at that. 96% of what those, we worry about never tell you, happens. Okay. Those are, mm -hmm, those are some odds that things, those great odds that things are going to work right. out. That's right. So that's the great odds here, everyone. And, Absolutely. And, and William can help you even further on the journey. Absolutely. Be sure to reach out to him at intuitivevisions.org. On his website, his email is intuitivevisions401, right? Dot Gmail. Is that yep. it? Uh, my email is intuitivevisions401 at Gmail. At Gmail, right. So that's his email. So be sure you reach out to him and he can, and his website is fantastic. He's got a list of all the services on the website okay. along with the cost. So it's not like you're going to be you being sucked into a hole that never ends, but it's really clear right. on his website. So be sure to reach out right. to him and you will be surprised at how much this will help you live the life that you were sent here to live. So with that being said, I want to remind you guys to do not go gently into that good night. Find a hill worth dying for and take it. Be the person that you have been waiting for and make today so awesome that yesterday gets jealous. And may this day offer to you just what you need in each unfolding moment. So thank you for sticking with us on a sip of inspiration with, with William Pratchett from Intuitive Vision. We really enjoyed it. And with that, I'm going to tell you guys to just go forth and live that life that you dream about. So we're going to go with the closing now. And don't forget, now don't y'all let me down, okay? I want you guys to reach out to Patrick. Bye now. Bye-bye. Thank you. Greetings. I'm Stephanie Wilson-Coleman, the Empowerment Doctor and the host of the television show, A Sip of Inspiration. Recently, we did a segment about the importance of laughter. And I was totally surprised. I discovered with the latest research that laughter, one minute of laughter, 
is equal to six to seven minutes on the treadmill. For those of you who've been fighting with your treadmill, fight no more. Let that treadmill battle go and adopt laughter. I suggested also that you find jokes, that you watch funny sitcoms. So some people say, well, I don't have a joke. So here's one of my favorites. I probably, hopefully I do it well, okay? So there was a lady that got hit by a car and she was taken to the hospital and they saved her life. And as they were doing that, um, and she felt herself slipping away while they were saving her life, she said, God, I, I wanna live forever. And God says, okay, you're going to live another 40 years. She was already 60 years old. So she figured why she was there. She got a tummy tuck. She got a facelift. She did all those things. She got her nails done and she was looking just hot. When she was released, she walked out the hospital and got hit by an ambulance and died. When she went to heaven, she said, God, I thought you said I was going to live another 40 years. And God says, girl, I didn't even recognize you. So it's things like that that you can start to use in your life. Find those jokes, find those funny moments and enjoy them. And as you give yourself permission to laugh, you're giving yourself permission to heal. Remember, one minute of laughter is equal to six to seven minutes on the treadmill. So choose laughter or treadmill. See you later. Have a great day. Strawberries, what I